Oh, wow. I'm the only trader here. Oh, wow. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. And welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. I'm just drinking water. Hello. Oh my god. I knew you were a traitor. I oh my god, I knew it was you. I knew it was you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. But hello and hello. Hi, I am on your resident diva. I'm here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea because you know I love me some tea. And if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up. I am not drinking anything because I drank all of my drinks earlier, but I will be drinking it in my cup mug if I did have something to drink. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you can get you a cup mug at lanagcreations.etsy.com, period. And we do ship internationally, so there are no excuses. And I'm looking at you, Canada. I'm looking at you, period. And my name is David Healy, and I don't have a cute intro, but I do have a cute blanket. I mean, <laughs> a I mean, I do have a cute shirt. Once again, Sabotage! I'm wearing my Fierce Alicious shirt, and I will continue to wear my Fierce Alicious shirt all season long, even if she goes, which she won't. I oh my knew God, you were a traitor. I knew you were a traitor, David. Your name's popping up, though, David. But I'm drinking water. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cool. Oh my god, who's this fourth traitor? <gasps> oh my god, Esme! Hi, I'm Esme. I am sweaty <laughs> and ready. <laughs> <laughs> this sweat has me moved up and I'm ready to slide into this episode. Oh and god, no. I no. <laughs> no. And I'm regretting everything that just came out of my mouth. We're keeping it. We're not redoing it again. <laughs> um, I have a cup mug, but the cup mug is in the dishwasher, so my dishwasher <gasps> has sabotaged me and it's the real trader. Oh, the dishwasher. And is the I'm drinking air. I was drinking water, but I finished it during the watch of this episode. Same here. But, but we're here, and we're going to talk oh, about sorry. traders. Traders episode three and four. We're gonna get Ooh. we're knocking them both out the way because you know things that's how we do things here. When we 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 don't we don't stop covering it because life happens, we just postpone it until it's time to do it again, and then we put it all together. Yeah, when I when we tell when we tell y'all last week life was lifing and we just could not get our life together in order to literally all five of us were all like something's happening to prevent us. <laughs> We couldn't do from, it. Uh, from filming Traders, but we are here now. It is, yes, both episode three and four. Things have happened. People were accused. People were unalived. And uh, hypothetically speaking. And were banished. Home. And very close for home. I hate it too. <laughs> I hate the fact that they're leaving us on these cliffhangers when it's very unnecessary, honestly, because you set us up. To for each episode before before four, giving us who's gonna get banished, who's gonna get you know it's a pattern here, and but then, then all of a sudden, we want and it's to also weird because like 
are you doing two banishment votes next episode or are we doing that again where we just have cut off mm. at this banishment in the middle of this in vote? 42 minutes like, ctv get it together ctv you go, uh, 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 no this, today no. in our cop no. mug discussion we're looking at you ctv fix it you know who wouldn't do that to us global <laughs> Actually, no, they would. Okay. I'm pretty sure BB Can has done that before. But <laughs> David, what is your theory? Uh, I don't know if I should say it yet, or if I should wait oh. till the end of the episode. Okay, okay. Well, we'll, wait. We'll, wait. we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll hold off on it. Just, just Let's... tease them a little bit. You said. Yeah. Keep well, watching, uh-huh. and also subscribe. Yes. Duh. And Duh. share. And share and follow oh. the notifications. Like. Oh. And comment. I mean, comment below. You know I who mean, comments? Doctor Dazila. Yes. Her. If she can comment, comment, you can. You comment. should comment. Period. Well, and we'll talk, we'll what talk a lovely it. and what a lovely and sad way to start this episode because we come back in mm-hmm. and it's the next day and everyone's coming into breakfast and there's other breakfast things to talk about but I just want to talk about how Doctor Nazila got Nazila. Now she told you. She told you how to say it. You know what? I'm tired, Doctor Nazila. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying she told you how to say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to say Dr. Nazila because not even the people in the episode knew how to say her name right. So I'm sorry, Dr. Nazila, but I know uh, I'm sad. I'm, I'm very sad. sad. I'm very I sad. I get it, but I'm sad. I didn't want Dr. Nazila to go. I was like, why? But I As understand it, it made sense for the traders to do that, but it didn't make sense for my heart because my heart was like, I like Dr. Nazila. Both of the other options, being Trayvon and Mickey, are better in in challenges. And unfortunately, sure. like when it yeah. comes down to it, the traders want a people money. they can trust staying in the game, and b money. And so, wait, um, are you sure the traders want money? They're not just out there sabotaging challenges because they don't want people. Uh, we're not there yet, David. We're not there yet, David. You know what my I, heart wants. I want Nazila on BB Can, BB Canada. <gasps> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we love that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, get her, get her cast on BB Canada versus the world. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do I'm, love. I'm, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm still waiting on BB Can versus BB US on actual BB. Like we can't leave it up to just a mini from that one place we don't talk about. No, we need to actually have the whole show. Let's have when Sarita gets passed on BB Can versus BB US. is never ever coming back to any sort of BB ever in her lifetime ever again. Look, we had we had BB Can versus BB US, but. Jace just didn't get voted in, so U.S. lost quick. <laughs> and nobody wants Jace. Of all, nobody wants Jace. Nobody wants Jace. The U.S. didn't want Jace. If no they had put up Brittany Haynes, she would have gone in. She would have went in there. You know, um, I'm glad because we got Tim Dormer, and I wouldn't have known him otherwise. Oh, so. oh and we got Nikki. And we got Nikki. Okay, but we're 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 going off the rails because we're not talking about <laughs> BB anything. We're talking about traders right now. Okay, and, and... Got, so <laughs> Doctor Nazula is gone, sad, and everybody's in the breakfast table around like, who is it? Who's coming? Who's going? Da, da, da. And 
baby, when I tell you people were clocking certain people left and right at breakfast. Left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Even though we already talked about how Kevin was clocking Melissa B from day one. As soon as she got picked to be a traitor, he was like, Melby's a traitor. I was like, Melissa B fierce clocked you. Ah, I'm the only one here that's going to get that. <laughs> yep. Good job, Kevin. Speaking of homosexuals, I would like to point out that I currently have uh, David's notes up. And one of these notes, and I hate this, but it's 100% correct. Uh, one of one of David's notes reads, the gay always falls for Kevin. The, oh. And that is true across all three of Kevin's appearances on television. Mm-hmm. Johnny, William, and... The, the, twink falls for, the twink falls for Kevin. Mm-hmm. Wow. And now he's singles again, so I guess anything is possible, but wow. Could you I imagine mean, if this entire season ends with Fierce and Kevin in a relationship? Here's the thing, imagine? though. Here's the thing with that, though. I can understand why the oh, yeah. gays, or why anybody I'm... will fall for Kevin Martin. He's oh. not like conventionally like the handsome man, like the, 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 the oh, you know. I mean, he's handsome, he's not but like, I mean, he's, he's not, not like Mickey. the right, he's not like the model type gorgeous, you know, like the the obvious. He's a conventionally gorgeous. attractive white man. Right. He's not the obvious gorgeous, but it's something about his confidence and yeah. his how he carries himself and how he just like takes the point. He knows what it is, and he's like, "I know she's the, I know she's the the, the traitor." There and the way he talks to people, he looks them in the eye and he's just like, "That person's a traitor." He makes that person feel special when he's talking. I can see it because I'd be like, oh, "Hey, he's got you charisma, unique. He's got charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent." Well, I'd be like, "Are you flirting with me, Kevin Martin?" Because I feel like you mm-hmm. are, but I don't think mm-hmm. you are. But I feel like you are, and it's just something about him. It's just something about it. I get it. Yeah, <sighs> but I, I hate that you Kevin brought Martin. that up, though. David, you're like, no, that's 100% correct. It wasn't my notes. Uh, you weren't supposed to read that. <laughs> but I did. What well, about it, David? But it's fun. But it's funny that you mentioned that and that you thought about that. And it's mm-hmm. true. It's mm-hmm. true. But yeah, so Kevin clock mail, they won. Dan Fierce is now clocking mail. And a lot of people were like, she just shifted. Her whole atmosphere just kind of shifted a little bit. Yeah. And but then on the flip side, you had other people like, oh no, she's good. I don't believe oh, she is a traitor. The uh-huh. the blind confidence of Dawn in this episode being like, Mal's a faithful, obviously. Mal's <laughs> a faithful, obviously. 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 I'm like, oh good Dawn, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. So, what we have seen of Dom hasn't been correct. We haven't but... seen much of him. Right. This is what, like literally the first what, episode I remember that like he was there at the end of it. And you know what else isn't correct? That haircut. We gotta not go get personal. Let I will in that one moment. Let that, that, that man hair be how it is. No. Man hair be. You know, As someone without hair, hair, I can judge people with hair. Now that is the most backwards thing you could have ever <laughs> said in your entire life. 
<laughs> Your no hair have itself ain't got no right to judge. Nobody would hair. Stop it. This yes, I do. You ain't got no hair. You can't judge a person's soul with a patch of okay, hair. Okay, but if I had hair, I would style it much better than Dom has. But you don't. How we You're know. How, you. how we know. <laughs> you know what you know you ain't got no hair. How we know? Fuck you, Esme. I'm reading you for filth today, sir. No, it's not even you reading me because Esme read me better than all y'all. I didn't read you at all. <laughs> y'all is only Lana and Esme oh. today, okay, David? <laughs> not y'all, just Esme and Lana. So. <laughs> this, this is why me and Lana are going to go down the traders because we just get like. <laughs> Just go get everybody. This not work. David, David would be so frustrated if we were all traders. He'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> they're gonna hear Please. us from the trader tower. Why, why are we so <laughs> loud that they're gonna we're the three of us are all just <laughs> David's like, shut up. ASMR, but you're casting right now. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do some ASMR podcast. <laughs> Oh God! No, no, Esme, Esme, stop! Esme, stop! Esme, no, no, Esme. This is currently unhinged podcast. This is the currently unhinged podcast for sure, y'all. We are off the rails. I think we talked five minutes about traders and eight minutes about everything else. Okay, bringing it back, bringing it back, back to traders. I do want to. Uh, one thing that I really liked when they were waiting to see who was coming in um, was Kevin and Fierce. They came up, came up with their little plan. They're like, okay, you're going to watch Melissa's reaction when she comes in, and I'm going to watch everybody else's reactions when <laughs> they come. And it actually, like, uh, it actually it ends up like, yeah, it, it feeds into their theory even more. Um, but yeah, I did think it was funny also that Fierce straight up told Mickey at breakfast, yeah, I think you're a traitor. <laughs> and then being like, you? and then being like, if Donna's a traitor, she deserves my wowie. <laughs> it was like, yes, <laughs> right. yes, Fierce's wowie mentioned. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm just like, how many times is Fierce gonna reference drag race on this season? That's what I want to know. Mm -hmm. We need a we need a counter. One. Yeah, it's not that many for four episodes. No, no. <laughs> no. If I had a nickel for every time, I'd have one nickel, but it's more than I would have had before. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously everybody comes in. Dr. Nazila has been uh, unalived by the traders, unfortunately. Again, I'm very sad about it. Um, and then we pretty much go straight into the challenge. Yeah. Which... Breaking the fourth wall, David has no notes about because David doesn't like the challenges, as we've learned on uh, this recap. So, Esme, you and I will recap the uh, okay. the. Uh, I like challenge. recapping the challenges. So, <clears throat> this is when the one where she comes in on the bike, right? Room, room. No, that's the next one. Okay. Well, she's standing there and she's like, I. She's standing love there fabulously. Art. <laughs> I, I love, love art. Do you like art? I have an art room. <laughs> Now I booby trapped it, put lasers, security system, get through this. Now steal, steal my, my art. art. <laughs> steal my art. Did somebody mention art? Art, 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 Boom, shakak, cat, cat, boom, shakak, 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 art. Did somebody so mention to, art? So basically they get into this room, museum room pretty much, and they have to maneuver through these lasers that if they set off, they lose a minute on their time. Each of them, each of these like, Art pieces are different amounts of money based on how much they weigh. If they get to the end, 
that you can put it on the podium and then the next person yeah. goes. Um, yeah. There's a 30 minute time limit, right? Yes, it's 30 minutes basically to grab as many pieces of art as you possibly can to get Without through. Up because it will yeah. then take down the time. Yeah. So they had, I thought it was an interesting strategy. A lot of people were like, oh, send the good people in first. And then a lot of people were also like, oh, send the, um, send the people that probably aren't going to be as good at this at the end or um, to start and mm. save the good people for the end. I'll say that's what I would have done because knowing the traders, they've done this challenge before and they add more lasers halfway through. So like, And they mentioned that. So it's like they wanted somebody good to start and also like kind of have some of the people who were just not going to be as great in the middle. I think that's a good strategy, but I would have just probably put most of the good people at the end. Yeah. Um, oh no, who was it that like was going through and was like, I feel very confident about this. I feel like I'm going to do really well. Hits the booby trap. There was two people in particular. I think Fierce was one of them. Oh yeah. And then there was somebody else who I cannot remember. Um, it wasn't Mickey. No. Was it Rick? It, oh, I think it was Rick. Rick was like, I'm going to do great. I'm uh, So he did the challenge. So he did the challenge. He's a traitor. So he's he the challenge. Absolutely. No. Um, I did love that when Mickey got up to do it, he just like, he put his hair in an under bun and then took his pants off. Because, I, don't, didn't, I didn't understand the pants. Because Mel B said so. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm Were the not really gonna. Yes. Too much. Well, it probably would have hindered him a little bit more because he didn't even make it. I don't even think he made it halfway through the course. So it would have just made it this next person be able to go faster. Yes, and then Kevin being incredibly um, over the top and ambitious, being like, "I'm gonna take the giant statue, like the actual surrounded like, by lasers statue that." when there's more lasers now too exactly and there's a laser literally on it choices choices you um just, what you have to do is you have to stand on your tiptoes and throw it through the lunge honest it. to god could you imagine if someone just threw the art <laughs> just just lost the art <laughs> They hit the hose by accident. Did somebody mention art? <laughs> He's throwing a painting like a fucking frisbee. When Fierce took down the painting first, it just lobs it at Kareen. <laughs> they didn't say it had to be intact. You cannot throw the art. <laughs> Oh, well, I would have done what the painting was. I would have grabbed it and like completely pushed it on the floor, though, to slide it under Absolutely. the laser. Absolutely. Like, I don't think you have to stay with the art. I think you just have to make it through with the art. So right, like I'll be like, especially with like the painting, because that one is so flat that it would. <laughs> oh, hi, David. Work. Hi, David. We're still talking about the challenge. <laughs> okay, there's only two of us to talk about it. All right, David. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know you, you don't like challenges. But I do, and we can have different thoughts, opinions, and feelings about things, David. David, what did you think about Mickey taking his pants off? You know, that was one thing I did appreciate. Um, yeah, we already that? talked about it, so we're going to move on. Um, mm, hornies. 
that's what you get for saying, <laughs> oh, you're still talking about the challenge. <laughs> I was like, well, this is a perfect time to get my laundry out of the I challenge. I hate you. And we're still anyway. talking about the challenge. But what happens after the challenge, David? Well, they win, they win $10,000 mm -hmm. towards the pot, right? Yeah. Now, David, what happens after the challenge since you care so little about the challenge? Well, after the challenge, mm -hmm. then... People are suspecting Rick. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Well, that's what happened after the challenge. People sp yes. suspect Rick um, because he because of the whole call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Koozie um, is doing her damnedest, being like, "I know." Well, because people are also talking about Mal. She's like, "Oh, Rick's the name." Ooh, let me the push. People are push still pushing on, on Rick. Mm -hmm. They've yeah. been on Mel really since episode one, and they're still on it. So I was the whole time I was like, Koozie, cut the string, cut the string right now, get ahead of it. Because um, I know for a fact from a different season of the traders that if you cut a trader very early um, and you are a trader, you remove so much suspicion. <laughs> Because that's what happened in, in Australia this year. Um, but yeah, I, I think she needs to get ahead of this. And so I was like, quit pushing Rick, lean into it with Mel. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what happens. So we go into the, there's not really much else to talk about before the vote, right? The only other thing is Mel's like, I know my name is going out there. So I'm going to deflect it onto Crystal? That was a choice because you should have deflected onto Rick because there was or Donna onto some that had already had traction against them. It wasn't didn't make sense to kind of go on somebody new. This made no sense at all, and I was like, I don't get this, but okay, work. Um, go off, Queen. But yes, we go to the round table. Um, and Mike immediately starts. So, Mel, you've been kind of called out, haven't you? And Mel goes, thank you so much for bringing that up. And I'm like, I would have clocked instantly in that moment, both of them are traitors. I would have clocked it like yeah. that. Like. It felt, too, it felt rehearsed. And they, I mean, they talk about it. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pick up on it uh, seeming rehearsed um, in this episode. Like, it didn't seem out of the ordinary to me. The only thing I thought was like, oh, it's interesting that he's shining the spotlight on his fellow trader. Um, mm -hmm. But I noticed he was careful not to be accusatory with it. It was more just bringing light to it. Mm -hmm. He um, volleyed it, like, very nicely to her. And it also, I guess, did help a little bit because it did look once you know after she kind of spiraled a little bit it gave them both clues both koozie and him like, okay we kind of know what we have to vote mm -hmm. yeah um but it doesn't take long for mike to get called out as a traitor from goopier no. um gurpiar there are two r's in sorry, this man's gurpiar gurpiar i know we don't have to talk about him for much longer We'll talk about it, but Gurpiar. Gurpiar, yeah. Um, Thank you. 
But yeah. Um, yeah. Did I pointed it out too? Did Donna coin the term "tradar"? I I think I so. so. I I don't think I've heard any anybody say I that. But I I live for that. Honestly, yeah, I thought it was clever. Um, yeah, it was, it was a clever thing. I was like, oh, I didn't know. So if that was had already been like kind of in the show's vernacular, because this is the first season I'm watching. Yeah. Um. So we go to the vote, and the vote ends up being nine to four to two to one to one. Yep. And they get out their first trader. I know Dom was flabbergasted, gooped, and gagged. Dom is sitting there. Everyone is celebrating when Mel is like, I hope you're all, I hope you all have a lovely, wonderful night of celebration because I'm a traitor. And everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God, we did it. And Dom is just sitting there like, <laughs> what? Like, Dom, are you playing this game? No. Are you there, Dom? I don't think so. Dom thought this was um, Big Brother UK, where you just get voted out by the oh my god by the viewers. Dom thought this was Circle, and we're actually all in pods. Um, it was Wipeout that he signed it was up wipe for. Wipeout, yeah. When we start America. a Wipeout, America's um, next to Absolutely. But then there is so the nine votes go to Melissa. Four votes go to Crystal, two votes go to Kevin, and one vote went to Rick, and one vote went to Mike. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, now the traders are down a trader. And they're, uh, they go to, the, they go to, to unlive people. And uh, Kareen walks in with the classic, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. Would you like to recruit? Or unalive. And we get a cliffhanger of that into episode four, where they very quickly decide, no, nah, we're not recruiting. We are <laughs> unaliving someone. Yeah. Um, and so they're talking. They're doing their thing. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then we go to breakfast the next morning. And it's group yard. That is. I honestly thought this move was a little bit too obvious. Mm -hmm. And turns out it didn't. It turns out it wasn't. Um, I do think eventually someone's going to catch on. Like, I think in a couple episodes, we're going to see someone like putting pieces together. And one of the fundamental pieces of Magic Mike being a traitor is they're going to be like, well, Gurpiar voted for Mike. And then immediately and then was taken got, out of the game by the traitor. was immediately taken out. So I think in the short term, it's a really good idea. However, mm. comma, I think in the long term, I don't think that's going to be beneficial for Mike whatsoever. Nope. Yeah, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I would say most of the time when some when a traitor is called out by somebody um, as being a traitor, they do not murder them right away because they don't want it to look suspicious. So it's really like a new layer to the game where now everybody's expecting that so the unexpected thing is to actually kill the person and mm -hmm. we see that it it kind of paid off with a few people in this episode so, yeah yeah i would still have eyes on mike i don't know how 
suspicious I would fully be if I was one of them. I would be like, well, that's that's like a red flag, but it's not anything too much yet. There's like not multiple red flags for me or something, you know? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So we're at breakfast, everyone's coming in and we get fierce, being fierce, being like, well, Rick, I know you're a traitor. And I thought it was interesting that Rick was like, are you fierce or are you Paolo today? And I was like, why does that matter? Hmm. Like, it's the same person. Is that, the, is that their name out of drag? Correct. I just, I, I just don't know. know. I, I didn't, didn't get that reference. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's, I believe so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'll trust you. That yeah. makes sense. I don't even yeah, know. Paolo, yeah. Hello. Yeah. That makes sense. Honestly, that makes sense. Um, and then we get Rick and May going at it again, which is the first of several many times we see Rick and May going at it. Yep. Uh, in this episode. And in the midst of all of this, we see Koozie talking, and Koozie's really gaming this. I think Koozie is really gaming being a traitor. And Mike is kind of, like, living in the moment being a traitor. Oh, my God. This is, like, my moment being a traitor. Um, and Koozie's, like, all of the reality stars seem to be, like, pretty pretty out there with their opinions. With the exception of Gerline, who, again, has been... Oh, yeah. I forgot she's from somebody. She definitely has been on a show before. The and farmer no one. Yes. Correct. Uh, but Koozie wants to recruit a reality star to be a traitor and we see that in the in the trailer for episode five so who knows whether that'll happen but yeah yeah it seems like the catalyst for this was that uh rick was saying at least one of the traders has to be a reality person and it's funny because i was thinking about this before this episode and i thought it was weird that um so many people on koozie's hit list at the uh, trader tower were reality stars and I'm yeah. like, the more you get rid of, they're going to have to expect at least one reality star. Probably yeah. two, because that's how it's been on other shows that we've seen. Um, so I just didn't think it was a good idea for her to be taking out reality stars when the fingers are going to start pointing her way. Um, so I'm glad it There's finally not clicked. not a lot of reality stars left. Right. You kind of make yourself that target yeah yeah and then seemingly out of nowhere trayvon is in a group and it's not everybody it's just like a select group of people and it's like so i've been lying about being a waiter i'm actually uh i work in pr and i'm like why would you why that? are you bringing this up mm -hmm. Like, it's it seemingly out of nowhere. And I don't know if I just missed something, but I'm like, this seemed incredibly random. Mm -hmm. And not a good choice to do, because it already you've already told people, you've already proven to people that you're just lying. Exactly. Like, I don't know if I, if I'm, if I ever was on the traders, I would reveal that, like, I went to, like, I was a theater major and did acting and whatnot, because okay. that could you know, easily throws suspicion on me of being a traitor because it's like, oh, she could act as a fake. You know, exactly. I wouldn't probably reveal that 
I might say, oh, I enjoy theater. You know, I'd be like, oh, I'm a theater. Like, I've done theater, but I'm not, haven't done it in a bit or something. Do like a half truth thing. But like, I wouldn't also then go and randomly one day be like, I have to just come clean. I would reveal it if I got eliminated. Oh, yeah. I've seen that happen on Traders Australia, David. Mm -hmm. I'm the one bringing mm -hmm. up Traders Australia this time because I've seen bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. And someone did that on season one. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, this is the thing. Like, I would just talk about how I don't do bartending. You know, like, I'd be like, that's my job, you know? Sure. And I do have the energy to say, I, like, it's not, still not a lie, you know? Like, yeah. it's still... And now Trayvon is throwing his sus guess onto who? May. Mm -hmm. May's been going after him being like, oh, oh, how fun is it for you being a waiter? It's like, I, huh? Where is the footage? The math is not mathing here. They, there's a lot that happens and I wish they would cut back to that moment if it did happen. Exactly. And it, like, where like, people reference stuff that happened in the episode, I'm like, can you editors can you cut back to that moment to prove that they were right that they're telling the truth or not because there's a moment at the round table I'm like we never heard him say that yeah so anyway we're back to talking about a challenge david so sorry your expertise will not be uh needed here nope um but so we're <laughs> dividing into two teams and you have 10 minutes, one person has to run down and look at the puzzle for the flight indicators. And so you have to run back and coordinate with your team um, to get everything organized. And the first team to get it in each of the three rounds gets a point. But if both teams get it, then $2,000 is added to the pot. Yeah. Um, so for um, total because there's, there's three rounds for a total of up to $6,000. Correct. And the team that gets them gets more points gets to go to the armory where one of them will win the first shield of the season. Be safe, from getting, be safe from getting offed by the traitors. Yeah. It does not protect you from the banishment vote, though. Correct. Correct. So we, get to, we see the first round. So the red team, oh. the caller is... Oh, yeah. yeah. What? So there has to be two callers, May and Kevin volunteer. Kevin, Kevin for red, May for blue. Correct. I don't know if this was the best choice for May. Oh, I think if you're, I think for Kevin, it was a great choice for May. It was the absolute worst possible thing she could have. Because like it's already just you're already kind of having a hard day. Yeah. Don't put this pressure on yourself of now being the team captain, where if something goes wrong. People are just going to be annoyed with you because you are the captain. Yeah. So we see round one and the red team is working pretty well together. Kevin, Kevin overall did a really good job at communicating with his team. who was very succinct with what he was saying. He was succinct with take these things, put them here in this order. Um, and May is incredibly flustered. A, because she's already having a bad day, but B, because Melissa A, who I guess we could just call Melissa now. There's mm -hmm. no need for a Melissa A and B. Melissa is also trying to lead uh, the group and, like, direct while May is, like, running back to check the um, 
the pattern. Which just gets confusing for everybody. Flusters May even more because now there's this person who's kind of talking over her and she's like, I, exactly. I'm i the leader. I need, and I'm the only one that's seeing this, how it's actually the formation of this. I need to like exactly. say this. So round one, uh, the red team ends up getting it correct and the blue team does not, which means ultimately it is a fail for the round. Mm-hmm. Um, and this should have been where May said, hey, Melissa, I appreciate it, but I cannot focus as well if you are also talking. And there should have been a communication there. There was no communication there. So like Melissa didn't know what she was doing was off because nobody told her. Exactly. So, so we go to there, round she two. She would have been communicated with that. Hey, this is just distracting. I know you're trying to help. Yeah. And so it can to... be nice and easy. Like. Yeah. So we go to round two and May is working a little bit better and the team is working a little bit better on blue. And on red, things are going fine. But... Kevin is getting frustrated with Fierce trying to like change things around when ultimately Fierce was right. And Kevin should have listened to Fierce. Yep. But ultimately, uh, both teams get it. So it is a win for the round. They get $2,000 towards the pot. Um, but the blue team ends up getting the point because they finished first. So we go into the third round and it kind of we kind of revert back to what was happening in the first round. It is fairly close, but Kevin's communication is a little bit stronger than May's and ultimately the round on a whole is a fail because the blue team doesn't get the pattern correct, but the red team does. Okay, I didn't so know if the red team got it actually correct or if they just had already gone to No, points. they they got it right. Well, they got that's when they got their second point. What okay. else would they, would they have gotten their second? They didn't get in the second round, right? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. two to one, red team gets to go to the armory, but they only succeeded on one round total, so only $2,000 is going to be added to the pot, which I actually don't know what the pot is at currently. I don't know. It's at least 12000 right now. I didn't need, but... um, We get to drive back, and people are calling out Melissa for confusing the team and then rick guess what can't stop talking about may cannot stop talking about obsession and then we and then we get um this crystal and may confrontation david would you like to speak on the crystal and may confrontation um well i I was going to mention something else first Um, that's fine with me yeah in the car we also got a conversation with kevin and mike and this is where kevin tells mike yeah i don't think you're a traitor because you wouldn't have killed the person that was calling you out as being a traitor so this is where we're starting to see that it's it's kind of paying off that strategy um but yes we do get the crystal and may confrontation and since i kind of zone out during challenges i kind of missed a lot of the drama and so this was where i got caught up on all yeah i did i did notice may was yelling a lot in the challenge i didn't know notice that um um mel was also yelling i didn't um, notice it but it was talked about and we see confessionals from may like it wasn't really it, it wasn't directly brought up but then we see confessionals from may being like i don't know why melissa is trying to out talk me in this i'm the one doing the running i'm i know what the i know what the puzzle is she doesn't 
we kind of see a similar thing with like Kevin saying, I know what the puzzle is, fear stuff. Mm -hmm. Also, just checked the current pot is 38,000. Oh, good for them. Good for them. Thank you. Um, But going back to your question, this is where we see um, Crystal kind of call out May because I guess um, at the last round table, May said that Crystal's reaction um, when um, Dr. Nazila, 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 okay, it's contagious. <laughs> um, when Dr. Oh. Nazila didn't come in, um, she she said that she like already had her jaw like before Melissa came in. Her jaw um, was dropped before anybody walked in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she she called her out at the round table for that. And now afterwards, Crystal's calling her out for calling her out. <laughs> so, it's chaos. Like, that's the whole thing. And this is where I would have loved um, a flashback to if that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, um, and Crystal is also sus of Mike because of what we talked about earlier with Mike prompting the Mel B uh, conversation to start the last round table. And so Crystal, Crystal's got it on the nose. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid that we're going to lose Crystal sooner or later because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, before we go to the S.H.I.E.L.D. discussions, uh, May is talking to, I think, was it Fierce? It was somebody. May's talking to somebody being like, I can't believe Rick would say that I'm sabotaging the challenge. It was Fierce because Rick comes up, right, during this conversation? Yeah. Yeah, and Fierce is like, Rick, oh yeah, thank you. Fierce is saying that Rick said that May was sabotaging the challenge in the car, and May goes, well, I should just go confront him. And then she and I calls Rick over. Yeah. Rick gets in around his conversation. It's like, well, yeah, like, I think you're sabotaging because why wouldn't the traders do that? And like, Fierce is like, wouldn't the traders want the money? <laughs> exactly. And like, Rick kind of just goes like, no, at that point. And it's like, he was like, no, you didn't want me getting the shield. I'm like, do you really think you're that important? <laughs> you really think you're that important in that you, and that, like, even if May was a traitor, wouldn't she also want a chance at the shield so that they can know who, that everybody's vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But like, if, if you had told me that the word sabotage would have been thrown around this much in a conversation with three these three people. There's no way I would have thought that Fierce didn't say it at all. <laughs> Never said it. No sabotaging. Sabotage. <laughs> can we get David? Hi, David. Um, can we get the Fierce sabotage audio, please? Oh yes, I yeah. can get that. Thank you. Because yeah. especially if we're talking about this show where she's on it. Where she's and... on it. I'm like, mm-hmm. so then we get a long and drawn out like five minutes that it could have been the vote, honestly, but that didn't happen. And um, we're doing this whole thing over the shield. Um, and Kareen is explaining the shield, and you're going to go in, you're going to pick a box, and it might have the shield, might not have the shield. Who knows? Uh, and then everyone's like, well, are we going to say, Are we? is anybody going to say if they have the shield? And everyone's like, no, we're not going to say that we have the shield. Uh, no, shield. shield. Shield, shield, shield. Shielding. 
And then all of that and all of these drawn out expressions and whatever and all of that just for Koozie to get the damn shield. And we all screamed. <laughs> yes. We all screamed, cried, and throwed, threw up. I almost said throwed up. I did throwed up. Uh, <laughs> when I throwed up when I threw uh, up, mom. When Koozie got the shield, I was just like, yes! We threw That's them hands up. Those, those I, threw, hands up. I threw these hands up and I said, yes! She's um, not who I was rooting for, uh, to be oh. honest. I was rooting for Kevin to get it just because, I mean, obviously, Koozie doesn't need it. I just want Kevin to be safe as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, we know you have a crush on Kevin. Okay, move Ooh. on. Um, Lana said, oh, because he's gay. Lana says because he's gay, but Lana also yeah, said it's because I'm gay. my joy for Kuzi getting the shield. So Lana is very happy that Kuzi got the shield. Lana also thrilled. Just so everybody, Lana from the beyond currently is very happy about it as well as we are. So. La Diva. La Diva. Let's talk about this round table. Because it's just a rehashing of everything we've already heard. Yep. We get Rick versus Fierce. Rick versus <laughs> May, part 75, probably. When are they going on the Challenge Rivals? The Challenge Canada Rivals, absolutely. Um, Rick and May? Rick and May, absolutely. Those are absolutely the top two choices from this season I would pick for the Challenge, 100%. But um, they're going at it. They're going at it again. And then Mary out of nowhere is like, so Trayvon, why did you lie about your profession? <laughs> I'm just like, that oh God, okay. Question. But like, that I love, I love that so far Mary has been the one person that's just like calling people out for stuff repeatedly at the round table and seemingly is getting no blowback for it at all. He's lighting I'm a match, really throwing it in and then walking away. Her and Fierce are both mm -hmm. just like, here you go. Something to talk about. Mary oh has been is one of like the standout people that is not one of the reality shows people for me like mary i love mary. ben very very it's very fun to watch and i'm rooting for mary i didn't know you know at the start i was like oh mary seems fun but i'm really quite contrary <laughs> um what i want to talk about because we end on a we end on a cliffhanger thanks ctv but what i want to talk about is the few votes we did get can I ask so, a question first? No. I'm so sorry. Of course, you can. of course you can. How did you sleep last night? Fabulously. <gasps> so that gets brought up because um, <laughs> like, oh, I slept fabulously last night. Oh, and the first thing Fierce brings up. <laughs> like, well, you said you slept flat, fab, flat, fabulously. Fabulously, darling. And then he goes like, no, I, I'm feeling fabulous. And Rick goes like, what? And multiple people say that. I mean, good. It's like, of all things to bring up, why? And again, would have been great to know if this actually happened. Right. Can we please get some context to things like that are being brought up if you don't show them? It's, the sh it's a simple rule of storytelling. Show, don't tell. And then, <laughs> and then... Who else bring? Who else gets brought up in this? Who else brings themselves into this conversation to corroborate what Fierce is saying? Mary, I love her. Mm -hmm. Loving her, Stan Mary for clear skin. Mary, um, Mary has a little Stan. 
Yes. So we only saw five of the votes from this episode. We got um, May is voting for Rick, obviously. Mary's voting for Trayvon, sure. Rick is voting for Trayvon. Trayvon's voting for Rick. What I do want to talk about is Crystal voting first, putting her slate up there, and it says May, but it's spelled wrong. And May just goes, it's with an I. And then and then Crystal takes it down, writes over it with an I, and puts it back up. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, the camp, the drama. <laughs> and then May goes to vote, and she puts up her slate, and she goes, Rick, I'm not sorry. And I'm like... <laughs> And the best part is, you're all wrong. You're all wrong. The, the girls are getting petty. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. Ooh, the girls are fighting. I love the petty bullshit. I love Give the petty. Give me more of it. Please. Um, but is we don't know. Can I feed off of this negative energy? Yes. Of course. And uh, yeah, that's. Who do we think is getting voted out? I think it's Rick. I think it's, I think it might be Trayvon. I think it might be May. Yeah, we all have different opinions. <laughs> I, I just think May think is very safe, actually. I, I think, think May is also very safe. I'm actually thinking it's more Rick, but I'll just say May, so we each get a name. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. perfect. Well, I think it. I think it might be Trayvon because that's the last thing that was brought up on at the roundtable. And Lana thinks it's um. No, Donna. Lana thinks it's going to be um. Koozie. Dom. It's Dom. Um. <laughs> but. That's yeah. That's that's all. My theory. Yes, your theory. You all might remember. Forty-five minutes ago, I said I had a theory. Of I why do on a cliffhanger. So why? I think that um, they wanted to have one person for exit interviews this week, um, since there was speculation about there being a recruit. And I think there's going to be a recruit next week. So there will still be two exit interviews because there will be two banishments. That's my theory. I'm thinking my theory is that, well, if they don't have another offing, we don't off somebody, it might just make sense to have two eliminations. And that, because then you can still kind of have those two banishment votes in it because they're not going to go over too much of the, oh my God, (laughs) Blorp Bloop died. Not bloopity bloop. Not bloopity bloop. No. Bloopity bloop. bloop. No. But who's gonna get recruited? Bloogle, obviously. (laughs) I honestly think it's gonna be fierce. Oh, that's not. I would love fierce. I. I want the. I want them to recruit this person just because I don't want them to stay around. I want them to recruit Crystal, but they're not going to. David, who do you think they're going to recruit? <laughs> well, Koozie made it pretty clear that she kind of wants to recruit somebody as a sacrificial lamb just so people yeah. could be like, okay, there was our rea- reality star. Um, and this is why I do not think May is getting voted out here because yeah. I think Koozie wants to save her and I recruit her. 
because I think May is high on everybody's radar. So she would be so easy to get um, banished next week. Now, the thing is, if I were May, I wouldn't accept it. That's kind of a death sentence if you don't accept it, because mm -hmm. uh, if you don't accept it, you just get murdered. That's the precedent on the traitors. Like, it's kind of like spitting in the face of the traitors. So they have no incentive to not just murder you the next time. Mm -hmm. That's fair. They just, they just ask you to recruit again, and then you accept the next day. <laughs> well... Well, that's all I could see. Yeah, I can see May getting recruited if she survives this episode. Mm -hmm. If not, I don't know who they would recruit because I know they want to recruit a reality show person. Maybe they would if maybe it would be like Rick. If Rick does, I think if Rick or May stays, it's probably going to be one of them getting recruited. I could see it. So I'm going to put my traitor's garb back on because we have to leave our castle. Um, <laughs> this time with only three traitors, Lana Me had... Lana got banished. We lost Lana. Lana got banished. We run through the halls of the of the manor and the tripping in my traitor's hood. We're just we're running we're running through the halls, just going. You're going. I heard you giggling through the halls like a Victorian ghost. Oh no! Um, actually, Lana didn't get banished. I don't think. Um, I don't know. Lana's back. Uh, Lana, do you have any last minute thoughts about this episode you want to bring up at the very end of the episode? You're muted, You're Lana. Muted. You're muted again. You're still muted. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It was crazy. It was insane. And I am mad that we left on the cliffhanger. Thank you. Bye. Her. Great. Look, and we're all back. Yeah. Lana was doing her best girling impersonation this <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> that's not shade to girling, that's shade to the editors. Oh, and on that note, thank you so much for joining us for Traders Canada. I'm sorry if I uh, if anyone's eardrums got blown out just now with my screaming. I'm so sorry. Um, thank you for joining. Make sure to subscribe because we're here every day talking about reality TV. Also, hit all the links in the description, including but not limited to lanajcreations.etsy.com, where you can get your cut merch, including but not limited to cut mug, of which we all have one. But as May's uh, wash, uh, dishwasher is sabotaging her at the moment. Um, we're gonna get out of here because we have to go uh, off. Somebody's cut mug is so shaky right now. It's a good trembling go. Cheers. Because my cut mug is dead. Cheers. No, it's not. It's, it's alive and well. Cheers. It's really clean. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Also, Bye. as I put it in the fridge. <laughs>